0: Greetings gatherers, time ladies and nerds, doctors and knights, fay and folk alike. We are Nerder Mysteries, a non-profit production company dedicated to providing family-friendly fandom events for a good cause. Dinner and a mystery included. Come see our next show at Whimsic Alley on August 27th, 2016. Ticketing information available at nerdermysteries.com and facebook.com forward slash nerdermysteries. Come experience the magic, get involved, and like, share, and subscribe. Remember, a little nostalgia never killed anyone. Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that is available in the comic book industry. From trivia, to book discussions, to interviews, to insider looks, this is Indie Comics with Jeff.
1: Welcome once again to another wacky and zany episode of Indie Comics. I am your host, Jeff, a crusader for creator-owned work and comics. There are fine gems to be found at your local comic book shop, so let's go searching for them. Today is May 23rd, and who is with me here on this journey? This is Tyler. Oh, as always, it's a pleasure to have you, my man. Oh, yeah. Now, without further ado, here's another dose of Indie Comics. So, we, uh, we've uh, finally read through um, the ladybugs. And, uh, you know, what's your first impression, man, just after you know, your first impression, dude, just off the bat?
0: This is pretty much as indie as comics can get. And it really I is, it. isn't it? Um, well, no, I mean, I have a couple, like, little pamphlet books I've gotten over the years from Comic-Con. Uh, I know, I still Comic-Con. have to get you some
1: of those back, actually, my friend. I, oh, you're fine. Eventually, I will get you, I will get you those back, <laughs> man. I but will. Like,
0: <laughs> but the thing about this is, like, these are really, really, really cool. It's kind of like reading, like, um, just... Yeah, like just minis uh, and little shorts and some of them. That's where I
1: think its greatest strength was because this was an anthology. I think that's where its greatest strength was, was it wasn't an entire – a narrative of one story going throughout something like 130-some-odd pages, but you had a bunch of different little stories going on during this, and they yeah. were of all different kinds, too. I mean, there was no particular theme to all of these. It was like here, there, and there. There yeah. wasn't theres there is there wasn't any one particular theme. It wasn't homogenous. That's why I loved this. Yeah,
0: exactly, and um, the cool thing about this one is, is that uh, well, of course, this is part two of the Indie Comics this month, because part one was the interview with two of the creators, but there are 15 stories, um, I'm trying to remember how many, how many ladybugs are there? There are,
1: well, I think there's more than just the ones listed about the ones who did the stories, right? Cause I know, we have, so there are 16, uh, 16
0: ladybugs, uh, that contributed with this book with art and writing and whatnot. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed every, every story. Every story was different. Every story, you know, uh, I think the only thing that was kind of like the reoccurring element were cats. Which
1: <laughs> we did see quite a few cats, yes, definitely, but which you know, is totally
0: fine. I mean, which... you know, everybody likes cats. Everybody likes you know watching cats on the internet and whatnot and seeing. Yeah, and talking exactly. About cats, so your,
1: your cats in general. I mean, people just love cats. I mean, I'll freely admit that I'm a very much a cat person. So, hey, that's. That was one recurring theme, and frankly, it's one I think that just made the story stronger. I especially love them in uh, Christine's uh, story about the the Bounty Hunter besties. Yes. About how you had that particular um, one that was trying to steal cats on that off-world place and trying to sell them on the black market which I thought was kind of interesting. And, and I love how the particular one that she's holding up has like four eyes or something like that. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, I think they, they're all mutated. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, think like, I think they're mutated like like specimens alien. and all that because, you know, you kind of have to think in that particular future time. I mean, the way the felines are nowadays, they probably don't even exist like that anymore, So, which I which I thought was pretty interesting. Plus, it was a very good story when it came to your very sci-fi kind of elements. I you
0: love know, the characters. I like, um, I like how distinctful they are. And I actually... Started reading more of the um, webcomic online, which I, I really, really suggest. Uh, oh, yes. Christine is really, really great and very talented. So,
1: the Because um... that's where this particular story was based on, was from the web series that, that she does, obviously. And, and uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I would highly recommend uh, seeing that, people, if you have not already, because it is uh, definitely something to read right there and to be entertained by, actually. Yep. And um, uh, so... All of these stories, obviously, one element besides the fact that we saw a whole lot of cats in this, there was a (laughs) lot of distinction that you could see between these stories. Some of them looked very almost like poetic. Some were very almost story-like. Yeah. Some were very, uh, had a lot more artwork. Some had limited artwork. If you had to pick, I mean, did you have a particular one that you loved above all the others? Was there one that just really touched you more than anything else, just made you really just fall in love with this book all the more? Did you have one particular favorite?
0: You know, I don't think I have a favorite. I think that I have favorites, uh, like, with the different genres. Um, the last story, uh, as I'm going through the pages, you'll probably... Oh, hear. yeah,
1: the the Yardstopper, I believe, is that one, yeah, which is based one... off of an old, uh, an old uh, medieval uh, Anglo-Saxon text, actually.
0: It is such a good... Like representation of like kind of like yeah, like his, you know, something that's historical or, or you know a timepiece and it's and really, he, really cool. And I really really enjoyed the one right before that one um, about the missing rabbit. I oh. really enjoyed uh, Orion. Oh yes,
1: Orion, the one that Tanya Bjork did.
0: Um, I mean, I enjoy them all. I mean, ba- I mean bounty uh, bounty hunter space Busties. I think the other one was called um, Test or Test Day. Test Day yes. by Joey Brown. That
1: one that was a cute. Um, one.
0: I really, I mean, I like. I I really do like. All of them, I mean, I don't think I have There's, really just a favorite. I mean, Cold Fish is good. I love the first story too. Manifest was great. Um, it reminded me a little bit of um, Lost at Sea,
1: a little bit. Um, it did kind of, didn't it? It, re- it really did, but uh, yeah, I think I- I'm kind of the same way too. I mean, I thumbed through this. And I can't really say that I have one particular favorite. I mean, there's all different kinds because, you know, trying to pick a favorite in this is trying to say that you like apples more than oranges or yeah. something like that. And, uh,
0: you know, even with my severe ADHD, I was able to read Cold Fish. It was actually a really. Um, you a were actually really, able
1: to read that even based off of your ADHD? Dude, I know. Really? I got, Seriously? No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's
0: very. It, it really does grab you. Uh, her storytelling is actually really nice. Um, it, it's very. It, it, it does kind of grab you. And then. Just, uh, she just kind of create this whole, I guess, like, world where you can be immersed in just through text, which is what every author is supposed to do. But for me, it's really hard to do that. But like for a short story, this was actually really, really um, easy for me to read, which is great. Which means that it is really good because even like really simplistic writing is hard for me to to read, and even some you know, and even like some really like intricate uh, writing. know it's hard for me to read but yeah
1: um, that's one thing i noticed about these stories too was and it strikes me because it's like if you are a beginning reader or even if you're just an advanced reader like you and i are and everything um this is pretty understandable it doesn't take a whole lot of really a lot of innate um real uh, background in order to enjoy this there's a story for everybody in this there's a story for everybody i mean whether you're into cats we might as well just say it again whether you're into <laughs> cats whether you're into sci-fi whether we all you... love cats so yes we all love cats definitely
0: i really did like Playdate. date play date as well Playdate, i mean Playdate they're all they're all, they're all really good i like oh, you yeah. know the i thought the um, the adventures of oz was funny and uh, oh yes yeah, i looked yes. a little bit more into that and uh her facebook page, her facebook like page which is cool but yeah i mean Oh my God! Wanton, uh, wanton hours. Oh, wanton to. hours.
1: That one threw me for a curve right there, especially like the very last panel of that particular yeah. story, because it 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 really brings you almost to like a, it brings you into like the the thesis of uh, of um of the last man. It, it sounded just like the last man reading that whole thing right there. Uh, by rich by Richard Matheson, just yeah, I mean, looking into that kind of stuff. Guerrero for... was
0: something I never have seen before in com- oh yeah. which is what I thought was cool. It's something different, something you know out there. You know, a different. Um, you know, I don't see this kind of uh, you know art anywhere, and it's really just kind of nice and refreshing to kind of see something new. And you know, it it it's, it kind of grabs you. The Rainbow Bridge. is just a really that cool one tale. was an especial
1: like favorite of mine because the way uh, uh, Jennifer did um, did it as a storyboard about uh, the Shumash cre- um, origin story and using those very sharp images of things like eagles yeah. and, uh, and, and, and the sky snake and uh, just the way the heavens came to be and all that kind of stuff. No. I mean, you can read about story. something like that in some kind of encyclopedic work, but it really stay with you? I don't think so. But reading something like this, you're actually very entertained. And at the same time, you're actually you know probably learning a little bit about another culture's uh, vision of how they came to view the creation story. So that's what I especially loved about that. Especially about how many of the dolphins that are off the coast of California nowadays supposedly are those poor old shoemash that fell off the bridge and yeah. you know, they had that that they couldn't be saved. So the goddess pretty much turned them into dolphins so that they wouldn't die. So you really you really enjoy that kind of that kind of uh, imagery when you yeah. when you're looking at these stories. And at the same time, I can't help but still uh, go back to the yardstapa that um, that uh, Lucy Kiefer did, and I can't just help but look at those particular images right there, and it's such a frazetta esque like work. I mean, very fantasy laden, even though yes, this is history. But you know, you're looking at this, and you're thinking like, gosh, this, these images, you know, these halls, these warriors, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, you know, that's like very Game of Thronesy kind of kind of imagery. Well, for me, very I, for me
0: because if you listen to any of the uh, the Granky Gathering podcast, I'm not the biggest fan of Frank Miller. Art, uh, I feel like this is this is what Frank Miller art was supposed to look like if he knew how to do it better. <laughs> Frank so, Miller
1: specifically is who you who you think of. I was when you thinking, thinking like three
0: hundred, kind of.
1: Okay, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, um, definitely. but
0: I know. Yeah, I I feel like you know the the artist, you know, or the illustrator. Um, yeah, Lucy Kiefer. Kiefer, yes. Yeah, Lucy Kiefer. I feel like she's a way way better Frank Miller, which is awesome, and I really 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 dig the art. So. Oh, very, yeah. very, very cool, and like every panel is just beautiful and, and means so, so much. And
1: it's so darn poetic, too. I mean, it you're is. just reading this, and it's like, gosh, you're just listening to these foreboding times about what it was to be like Anglo, uh, in Anglo-Saxon times, whether it was in Britain or anywhere in Northern Europe, for that matter, so... Looking at this, you know, it's almost like you're getting a history lesson at the same time while you are being entertained. So you know, this serves many purposes right here. Yeah, and then of course, you know, uh, looking at once again at Tony Bjork's work right there, you know, I'm I'm personally a big lover of uh, post-apocalyptic dystopian type literature. So of course, when I'm looking at this particular story, it just reminds me so much of my favorite stories, like a. Uh, like a, a Brave New World or 1984 or Fahrenheit 451, yeah. yep. looking at all these kind of stories, and you see this kind of stuff in comic format. It never gets tiring. And at the same time, um, I can't help but also feel also some of these stories are so dang good because of how depressing they could be. And I point into one particular, which was Megan Madrigal's alone story. She's, yeah. she's zombie teddy. I mean, I'm looking at those images right there. And and by the way, Megan, you are one heck of an artist, actually. Let me just say that. And um, I just can't help but <laughs> felt so darn depressed after looking at that particular story. I mean, I actually had to put it down for like maybe a minute or so just to... Gather my thoughts after that before continuing on. I mean, you know, that's just how much affected I can be by some of these stories.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a lot of emotion, and uh, these were
1: girls... any of them particularly depressing to you? when oh. looking at any of these, which was there any that stood out as far as like a depressing kind of thing to you when you were reading
0: it? Well, the struggle is real; it's depressing for everybody because we oh. all feel the struggle. <laughs> uh, We've all felt the struggle. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I think alone was really was really up there. Um, oh, Ryan. Got me, but I, I probably would say, um, why am I forgetting? Doo, 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 doo. Awkward pause. Oh no. Uh, yeah. The, uh, um, yeah. The one that that really got me, like, whoa, was the Wanton Hours. Oh yes, definitely. That was the one that was kind of like, oh wow, that really kind of
1: throws you for a curve, really. Exactly, because it just goes right up there with those the, those apocalyptic stories where you know you find out, hey, you know what. In life, you know, I kind of didn't like being around people, but then when suddenly I realized that the end has come, maybe I liked people more than I thought I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? You're like, oh, man, I can't talk about anything, and nobody will,
1: you know... Exactly, exactly. Understand. And, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's why I love that, too. And then, you know, some of these were especially fond to me, because the one that really made me harken back to my old school days and everything was um, Joy Brown's uh, test day. Yeah. I love test that, day. That one was just so, that just reminded me so much of when I was a test taker back in the day and you know how things were back then for me. It just, you know, that really that, that really touches a nerve with you and it's something that stays with you.
0: I mean, I I didn't take that many tests inside of the classroom. I was always taken out because of my ADHD and uh, taken into a separate room. Right, But yeah, I mean, I can imagine it would be like that, probably. Yeah, it would. It would. It would for be the, for you normal people out there who
1: would. <laughs> dude, what? Dude, what is normal? Seriously. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, come on. But um, I also, I mean, believe it or not, I also, you know, I loved, even though it wasn't necessarily in a comic book format, um, Alexander Smith's Cold Fish the one about her her fish dying. Yes, yes. That one I liked because it seems like, gosh, this little gal right here, little Daisy Adams, it's like, she's just like, she's like a Detective Bruce Wayne right there. I mean, she becomes all professional about trying to look at the crime scene about, oh my God, who killed my fish? I need to know who killed my fish.
0: Yeah. It, it's something oh. I can see like as like a DreamWorks or a Pixar short.
1: That would be a Pixar short. Immediately when I was looking at the artwork <laughs> too, I'm thinking like, that could totally be a Pixar short. It's great. That kind of stuff, oh, you, you just enjoy it. I, mean, I do
0: wish it a little bit. There was a little bit more art because I do like her style. I really like oh, her style. Oh yes, a lot, yes. So.
1: That that particular art style is is right up there. That is something that I think was definitely uh, definitely great. And um, yeah, it's you know, like I said, you know, like we've said, there's just this is no homogenous work right here. There are different themes in all of these stories, different kind of art styles, different kind of writing styles, and backgrounds and whatnot. And one particular story, the one that Nellie did, didn't even have any words at all. It was just all images. Yep. So, you know, there are many different ways of doing storytelling. And that's what I loved about this anthology right here. This really gives you insight, if you want to be a writer someday, about trying to find your particular, um, I guess you want to call it, a theme of how you want to do your writing style. Because, you know, you can take it from these gals right here that have been doing these stories, so many different ways to express a particular narrative. And there were so many narratives that you could talk about in this work
0: yeah, right here. Yeah, there are things that you can just straight up relate, like the struggle is real. There's some that's just kind of like a, uh, a sci-fi-esque, um, you know, future thing, like, you know, uh, uh, Bounty uh, bounty Hunter Space, but- space Buddies. Um, exactly. Or, yeah, I mean, something with, like, you know, Test Day or something that's just so kind of fantastical or even historical, you know, which is like the, the last one. I forgot how to yeah, say it again. Yeah, the yard stopper. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the that's... yard stopper. Got
1: it. Yeah, it's well, it, it's it, it's like I said, you know, there's just it's like you said, there's a little bit of everything. It's just so enjoyable, right? That. But um, with that said, I mean, do you really have any constructive criticism that you can that you can give for this? I mean, is there anything do you think uh, may have been off for you? I mean, because I tell you right now, I'm looking at this, I can't find a thing.
0: <laughs> I I want I want more. I wish this was longer. The, yeah, I, I wish some of the stories were longer.
1: Um, yeah, it seems like. That was probably about the only thing I noticed when I was reading some of these too. I mean, I'd be I'd be blazing through this so fast, and then it'd be done. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. That's it. Yeah, I read
0: this really quickly. Um,
1: and how I, how, I, how long did it take you to to get through the whole well, thing?
0: Today, today I had to read the last two because I can't believe I've been working seventy hours seventy hour weeks. Right. Um, I, I read I read all of it except for the last two uh, last two of them in one sitting. So yeah, I read it really in one quick, sitting too. For is,
1: me. I think I I think I did it in about maybe thirty minutes yeah, flat. Like,
0: yeah, like 30, 35 minutes for me.
1: Yeah, it, I mean we just we just blazed through it so fast because it was so darn good.
0: Yeah, I mean I reread and I re- I reread some of them. Like I went back and reread um I know uh Chris uh, Christine Hips uh, Bounty Hunter Space. Buses. Oh yes, I can't say it Bounty Hunter Space Besties. I, Bounty
1: Hunter Space Besties. I talk too fast so. But, I mean, is it kind of a tongue twister for you, my yeah. man?
0: <laughs> Am I talk too fast? I'm not. You know, I haven't had coffee yet. Absolutely. Uh, You've not but, had uh, your coffee yet, dude. No. Seriously,
1: not at this time of day.
0: Nope, I've ar- no, no. I've,
1: I've already had four cups, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I have no idea. I
0: just need. I thought I just needed comics, but I just need that extra little bit of caffeine boost. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I guess. But I'll I tell
1: be- you one thing that I definitely praise that these gals for having is that they also had Barbara Randall Kiesel as their editor for this. She yes. She looks like she really worked hand in hand with these gals to get this into one polished work because i tell you they did an awesome job with these and with her at the editorial helm you just couldn't ask for anything better than that
0: yeah no absolutely um because i know they want to do volume two and and then they're doing the lady boys next the lady boys (laughs) um i do want I would love some continuations of some of these if they haven't turned into webcomics exactly yet. That's exactly
1: what I'm thinking, too. I mean, unless they're on they're in comic series like the Space Besties one, for instance, or anything like that, I want to see more. Yeah. Especially for me. Well, I it's mean, all
0: online. Space Besties is... Well, that one's
1: online, yes, definitely. But like any others, like if we don't know for certain if they are, I would love to see more of these or even like... Um, Continuations of the same art style, um, the same style, but maybe a part uh, a new story. Yeah, like with that shoe mask story that Jennifer did right there. Maybe she picks like another uh, Indian tribe to talk about the origin story now or something. Yeah, that would be awesome. Do I like that. that, and I tell you, I, I just can't, I I can't name it enough. Lucy Kiefer's. I want to see, I want to see her do more translations of old uh, medieval texts into yes, in, in, into awesome. doing comic book storyboards like that. I want to see her do a Viking one, dude. I want to see her do a Viking one or or, or something like like an, an old Celtic one or something. This kind of stuff is what I live for. I mean, if I haven't said it enough, people, everybody that listens to me out there, pretty much when it comes to us in The Gathering, I'm the high fantasy slash medieval fantasy type well, geek I think among them. A lot of that.
0: us like it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of us in The Gathering. Well, but, true, um, but I
1: live and breathe it like 24-7. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm all about.
0: I think Orion <laughs> is the one I, 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 I want to read way like, more of because that was just... Was such a tease at the end. I was like, oh, but he's right
1: there." He's like, "The bunny is right there, the one you were looking at, and it's saying its name like it's like target acquired." So I'm thinking like, "Oh, it's so many good things with dystopian literature like that." And yeah, I would have, I would like to see that be a full fledged story, if not like an ongoing. Because of just how it read.
0: Yeah, and more adventures of Oz because it was cute. I like oh, it. Oh yes. Uh, yes, I like. I really like playdate. Maybe like the
1: playdate one. I want to see because I want to see those two kids grow up together. I want to see them grow up together. The second playdate. Those, the second playdate.
0: <laughs> Sharing is not caring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man, that
1: would be, <laughs> that would be hilarious if they did naptime that. wars. I don't know. Nap, uh, <laughs> <laughs> naptime wars exactly. I love that. And believe it or not, I actually want to see more of the uh, what's that particular one? Uh, why am I, I? mean, all of it? them. I, I want
0: to see more work from all I of them. I want. I want to. Why we're, I'm, I'm going to get their next book and lady well, boys. what
1: I'm loving is the way it was written by Ashley for uh, Guerrero. I want to see what that woman does with her newfound, uh, with her newfound, uh, you know, powers that she got from uh, from those old. Uh, from those old natives and that it attached to her. I want to see what she's going to do to help her people now. So a lot of these... It's, it just goes back to what you said. If there can be only things that could be one constructive criticism, is we want more. We want Mo. We want Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, maybe even like a uh, a colored. Uh,
0: I would love to see. Um, oh, my color. God. Color. color. Oh,
1: color would be I great. I would love
0: to see. Yeah. Guerrero Although I will say right now, that was color.
1: one thing that was really effective about all these stories was that, yeah, they were in black and white, but gosh, just imagine how nice they would have been in color, too.
0: Yeah. I, I would love to see Guerrero.
1: In color. Especially Guerrero in color. That would be a good one. And I know I'm coming back to it once again, but Lucy Kiefer's uh, translation of the Yardstappa. Well, I'd like to see that in very, very desolate type colors too.
0: I would love to see Alone. Uh, Alone in color. Um, oh, yes. And I would love to see, of course, Manifest as well. I, those are, I mean, I... And
1: I'll, it's... And it's funny because, especially with regard to alone, I'm looking at this particular one. What was her again? It was uh, it was Megan, I believe, wasn't it? Yes, Megan's style. I'm looking at that artwork right there, and I'm thinking like, you know, I see a lot of RB Silva's type drawing style, and he works for DC Comics, and he did uh, he did a. Uh, Robin in the past, and he's done a couple of others, and I'm thinking like the lines are very similar. So, if she's not influenced by him, I'm surprised she wouldn't be because I see a lot of similarity there, and it's just gorgeous. Yeah, it's just really is. It's it's very sharp, very polished. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I that I would love to see more of. That kind of that that kind of work right there. So, like I said, something for everybody. I can't really say that there's much as really a negative criticism there, except we just want more. <laughs> yeah, and I
0: really, I really do. You know, I, I think people should really look into this and buy this. You can buy it online, uh, or if you live in the LA area, go to one of the go comic to the comic book, Yeah. Uh, they have two locations: um,
1: Manhattan Beach and uh, Culver City.
0: Again, I, I do want to give them a shout out the the Los Angeles uh, Com- Women's Comic Creator League, uh, or Ladybugs for short, or the, la- or the Ladybugs. <laughs> I mean, they're very nice, uh, very awesome. Oh yeah, they're a very very awesome group. Um, if you are interested in doing anything with comics, um, you know, go every Thursday to the Comic Bug. They're there. They're there to help you out and to make friends and kind of just get you know. You know, just kind of get to know the whole scene and industry a little bit more. Um, so if you are interested at all, they also say they say they have Google Hangouts as well uh, up and running, too. So get in Which contact is- with them. Uh, they're, they're a really, really great, great, great group. So, And I think their website is uh, ladybugs.com.
1: Well, they also have facebook.com slash ladybugs slash. So they have that.
0: Anyway, so if you want to get more information, just go to the website. It's um, www.ladybugcomics.com, and it's a really, really good-looking Was site. Was it dot .com or dot .org? Dot .com.
1: Okay, if it's a dot .com, okay. <laughs> just to make sure, okay. Yeah, no problem. But, uh, but uh, it's, uh, it's a gorgeous site. You can get to know more about them there. But like we also said, you know, they hit up uh, the Comic Bug um, every Thursday. At the Was it the Manhattan Beach location, or they hit both of them? Manhattan Beach location. Manhattan Beach location. Okay, just make sure it's Manhattan Beach location of the comic bug.
0: And they sell the, the anthology at both stores.
1: Yes, so. yes, available at both. So, you know, there's every opportunity to meet them, to get to know them, because these are some awesome creators, people up and coming. Many of them, for them, this is their first, and many others have written in the past. This is just going to make their rising star rise ever higher, people. So make sure that you go out and get it. Exactly, the ladybugs.
0: Uh, the last episode we interviewed uh, Christine Hip, who did the bounty hunter space besties. Got it, and uh, she also works on that. You can find her uh, Facebook page. And I think it is bountyhunterspacebesties dot com, and then uh, Joey Brown does Clucked, and it's cluckedcomic dot com, and it's really really funny. And she has a lot. She has a lot of other uh, comics. So, and uh, yeah, so darn so darn, so darn talented. Yeah, ridiculously yeah.
1: talented. <laughs> So, yeah, please support them. Exactly. Please support them. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes and visit our new website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review us. You can contact us on our site. To stay updated, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch TV. To find the ladybugs, check out the local comic, comic bug in Manhattan Beach or in Culver City.
0: Or you can get their comic off of ladybugcomics.com. ladybugcomics.com,
1: and we highly support local businesses, guys. And the ladybugs and the comic bug are a shining example of that, right there. Music has been provided by BenSound.com. This show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering. Have a wonderful weekend.
0: GGG.
1: The ladybugs. Oh yeah. Go to comic
0: bug website for events because they have a lot of indie comics events. So.